This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the program. You know, we started at 12.05. If you just joined us now, think of all the fun you missed. You can get it. Go to goodlifeguy.com or go direct to knssradio.com. It's an Odyssey station. In the upper right corner, it says listen live. And below that, it says podcast. And then you hover over that and look what pops up. Good Life Guy. Get on that. And there's over two years of programming there. So join that. Uh, today we're talking about, uh, what do you think, Thanksgiving? I can't believe it's here already. Um, it's always a fun time of year. It's food and family and, and fun. And, and I gave you some of my thoughts on wine that go great with Thanksgiving. But you still got to prep, uh, provision up, work in the kitchen. And, God, my mother used to, the smell of uh, making the mirepoix, you know, getting ready to make stuffing and, and the turkey in the oven at, 10 o'clock in the morning on 300 degrees and cook it for forever and all good. And, you know, there's only one guy I know that has been called Mr. Thanksgiving. Don't call him Mr. Turkey. That's not complimentary. But Rick Rogers has been on the show more than any other guest ever since I started the program in 19. Oh, this, this scares me. 1988. Um, the early days for me and Rick, it was always about Thanksgiving and one of his early books, the Turkey Cookbook, or one of my favorite, Thanksgiving 101, uh, 50 Stuffings and Dressings, Autumn Gatherings, uh, cookbook author, chef, food writer, uh, cooking cookbook editor, ghost writer for cookbooks for major companies, and uh, he's been on every morning show you can think of. He's active on Facebook and especially Instagram. And, of course, you can find a lot of information at rickrogers.com. He's nice enough for – let me count this one more time. This is the ninth visit to The Good Life. Rick, welcome back. Ninth? Wow. <laughs> yeah, well? Guy, it's so great to, to talk to you. I was um, – you know, I – I'm in the middle of making Friendsgiving. What cool so, fun. So, yeah, because um, we just got to the point, I'm, I'm jumping right in here. Yeah. Because, you know, what I, what I was thinking, um, in fact, you and I talked about this on uh, email a little bit, about even though a lot of us think that Thanksgiving is traditional and it never changes, and 
you know, for those, a lot of us, that's the way it is. You do mom's recipe for stuffing. You do grandma's recipe for <laughs> whatever. And, you know, a lot of the recipes that we make are right off the back to cans. Let's face it. Yeah. But there's been a lot of changes in the way how people make Thanksgiving, especially since 2020. You know, so and one of the things for me and my friends is that we're doing Friendsgiving tomorrow because everybody splits up on Thanksgiving and everybody has a lot of obligations. I mean, you know, we all know the families that have to go have like three or four Thanksgivings in one day. <laughs> yeah. You have to go to mother-in-law number one, you know, father-in-law, <laughs> step-parent number one. You know, and so we just now have Friendsgiving over the, over the holiday weekend and it's terrific. Well, it really, it really is fun. And I think the way our society has evolved, the way social media has connected on the positive mm -hmm. note and disconnected on the negative side, I think younger kids probably don't cook as much as we or our parents did, uh, even though cookbook yeah. sales are up. Uh, and to do something like that, Okay, then the question, you're begging the question, how many folks are you entertaining? Yeah, well, I'm having 10. Yeah, that's good. Um, which is, you know, like, again, here we go with, like, again, like a lot of people, we're downsizing. Yeah. I can only fit 10 people at the table. Therefore, that's how many people I'm having. Yeah. There have been years when we had to bring the table up from downstairs and get the extra chairs from the garage. <laughs> And we would have 20 people. Yeah, yeah. I can do it. I don't have to prove that to anymore to anybody. You know, I think you maybe asked me one time how many times I've made Thanksgiving. And at that point, which was five years ago, I had done 300 Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah. It's not just that because one day in the last week of November. You, all your cooking demonstrations and, yep. man. Yeah, but I loved it. You know, now I'm only doing it once this year. <laughs> but it brings me to an, an, another thing that I've, I've noticed a, a change. A lot of people are not making turkey anymore. And if they do, they're you making know? a smaller one. Uh, or they're cutting it up into pieces yeah. like a chicken. Yeah. One of, my, one of my best buddies who really does a terrific Thanksgiving every year, and he's a traditionalist like me, he is only doing turkey sandwiches this year. <laughs> well, he said, I got, I got so tired of hearing people say, can I have leftovers and leftover gravy because my favorite part of Thanksgiving is the turkey sandwich the next day. He's doing turkey breast, and he's making gravy from the drippings. And there you go. That's what he's doing. Hey, good slice of white bread, maybe even yeah. some sourdough. I don't blame him. Um, We've cut back a little bit. We're, we're going to be eight at the table. Um, and, we'll let, you know, we jumped right in, and I'm glad to do that. But let's back up a little bit. I, I know some of my longtime listeners have heard your story, but you have such an interesting background, and you've done so much, uh, 40 books or more. And then that's counting the ones that you co-authored or worked on. And uh, right. But if you go to your website and you just start at the top, I mean, you've done books for William Sonoma, 
Uh, just in, you can still get all of these, by the way, folks. So go to rickrogers.com, check out the books. Talk about your beginning, Rick, and what got you fired up about food. Uh, I know that you are a master baker of extraordinary talent. Uh, talk about all those things that impacted you growing up. Well, my, uh, my family is from Liechtenstein. And, you know, there's not a lot of Liechtensteiners in America. <laughs> um, and my family probably, I, I can't say that my family constitutes the, the entire immigration, uh, but they do a pretty good job of it. And so the only, back when my family came to America, the only job the German-speaking people could get was as cooks. The Germans had the reputation for being the good cooks, not the French. Now, or now, it could be anything. Yeah. So, um, so my aunties all learned how to be good bakers. So when I was a kid growing up and it was somebody's birthday, I thought that everybody had an aunt who made you a homemade from scratch cake with 17 fillings and, uh, you know, and made um, homemade uh, crescent rolls. We didn't call them croissants. They were crescent rolls uh, for dinner. Well, I was, when I went to college, I kind of learned that my family was unique like that. But it planted the seed in me. And so when it came time for me to get work, I went right into the restaurant business. And then I never looked back. Uh, but I was, I was in San Francisco. And it was definitely during the hippie era. <laughs> and um, one of my best friends worked for Julia Child at the PBS station yeah. in San Francisco. So I'm like 20 years old, and I'm hanging out with Julia Child. <laughs> so, if I mean, that's going to have kind of an influence on you. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so cool. It just one thing led to another, and um, I moved to New York. I was going to be an actor. I uh, was so sellable in the restaurant business that it was ridiculous for me to try and go to auditions because I was making too much money. I loved having my own apartment. I didn't want to be a starving actor. <laughs> so I started a catering business where I hired my starving actor friends and everybody was happy with that arrangement. And because I was in New York and I was working at a restaurant as a nature D at one of the most popular restaurants in town, which was called teachers. And it was way up on the upper West side next door to Zabar's and which is a very famous delicatessen. This is, this is all the neighborhood where Seinfeld took place, the, place, the Upper West Side. Yeah. Sesame Street Studio was across the street from the restaurant. It was very heady for me. I met a lot of celebrities, including Big Bird <laughs> and, you know, um, what were their names? Ernie and... <laughs> anyway, they started hiring me um, as a caterer. Big Bird was easy. He just wanted big, you know, bird seed. But some of the other ones, uh, like Stiller and Mira, Jerry Stiller and Ann Mira, again, who a lot of you are going to know from Seinfeld and also from uh, King of Queens, 
they hired me a lot. They kept introducing me to more celebrities. So I kept on working for these Hollywood and Broadway stars. And I got notorious <laughs> for, <laughs> you know, being able to pull that off. But because I also I had some show business people in my family back in San Francisco, professional show business people, nothing fazed me. You know, when they would come to me and say, Rudolf Nureyev is coming over for dinner tonight, and these are the only things that he will eat. I would go, all right. <laughs> okay, I can do it. Yeah. That's but, you know, cool. when you're young, you say, I can do it a lot, and then you apologize afterwards. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I bet you didn't have many apologies. And along those lines, when, when you were doing all this cooking, I, I, I'm 100% convinced people would say, why don't you put these recipes in a cookbook? Well, <laughs> you know, that happened. It but did. where did it happen? At the gym. Really? I'm at the gym. This woman and I are, you know, this is also aerobics time when everybody, you know, had group exercise classes. Mm-hmm. And I um, was the last time anybody saw me in spandex guy. Uh, <laughs> but there are photos. You got to cling to those photos when you're 30, 35 years old. So anyway, I... And this woman is standing next to me, and she goes, you know, I think I saw your name on the sign-in sheet. Is your name Rick Rogers? I said, yeah. And she says, you know, I'm a cookbook editor. My name is Harriet, Harriet Bell. I worked at HarperCollins. Um, you know, I've heard a lot about you. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what crowd she went in. But anyway, <laughs> so I heard a lot about you, and I – you should be writing your own cookbook. What are you doing working for all these other people? Like, what are you doing working for, working for Martha Stewart when you should be writing your own cookbook? I said, well, I don't have an agent. I don't blah, blah, blah. She goes, I don't think you understand what I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job to find talented young people. You two can write cookbooks. You filled the bill. I'm your fairy godmother. Yeah, boy. Let's have lunch next week. Uh, you know? So, was, you know, with the guy, it was all being at the right place at the right time. I was going to say, you and uh, exercising to, uh, what, what's some of the famous, uh, uh, what's her name? What was the daughter of whatever actor that did a lot of exercise classes? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, well, I can tell you, I remember specifically that it was Donna Summers. There you go. Donna (laughs) Summers was the queen of the disco exercise. Yeah, dancing to the stars. Well, look, I I think that's an interesting way to get involved in what you do, but that really just opened the door. I mean, just today, if folks just go to rickrogers.com and spend a little bit of time, look at the recipes, look at the books, uh, read your About Me section, Look at the cooking classes that you have done and will do. Uh, There's a wealth of information. Let's take a break. We come back. I'm going to talk about some of the recipes because, you know, I went to the recipe page and at the bottom of page one, and there's, there's two, there's a recipe that for Manhattan clam chowder. 
put together at the request of your buddy Guy Bauer. <laughs> Nobody makes Manhattan clam chowder anymore. It's got to be creamy and white and loaded with the potatoes. And well, I love potatoes, but come on, it's not. If it's red, it's like my mom made, and that means something. That makes me want to fix this tonight, but uh, so maybe tomorrow. Rick, you stay where you are. I'll stay where I am. Folks, you stay where you are, but don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after this quick break. More with Rick Rogers and your Thanksgiving table. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.